Hi, everybody. Welcome to our third episode of Enviro People. Thank you so much for joining us today. I'm your host, Issa M, and I am joined by a special guest here today to talk about his career and journey through environmental science. Mr. Gromney was my program teacher at West Tech um, and taught environmental science for the past 12 years there. He, is currently, he currently is a project controls engineer at the Mission Support Test, Service, Test Services. Anyways, today I'm going to interview Mr. Gromney about his career and thoughts about environmental, environmental science. Let's okay. get started. Okay, what does your organi- organization do? We help make the country safe. There you go. That's very... Yes. That's, <laughs> yes, that's very we, plain out. Yeah. That's, yep, that's what we do. We do a good job at it, too. So. Very nice. <laughs> so what does your position entail as the um, project's manager? Uh, at Project Controls, I help keep the project moving uh, in terms of if, uh, if certain work scope needs to be done, I have to write up some work with the project manager, or we have to request more money or explain why we're going over, or explain uh, what's going on to management, what kind of work is being done. Uh, And if we're running low on money, we request more. If we have to change scope, uh, then we have to do, we have to accommodate for those changes by doing various avenues of stuff to let people know that uh, things have gone off track a little bit, so we need to to change uh, what we're doing a bit, so. It's usually scientific engineering work that we're doing. Gotcha. Yeah. Very nice. Yeah. Um, why do you think what you're doing is important? Oh, because the safety of our country is the utmost important thing I think that's going on right now. Uh, you know, we live in turbulent times. It's always good to make sure that we're protecting our people. There you go. Yeah. I like to see it. Yeah. Okay. Why did change your course a little bit? That's your current job. Mm-hmm. Why did you decide to teach environmental science? Oh, well, I worked on another project, and the project closed here in Las Vegas, so I went to Washington and uh, Washington State to Hanford, but my wife did not like, did not want to move away from her family here in Las Vegas, so she told me, she goes, you should teach, and I never thought in my life I would ever teach a class, but Turns out that uh, they had a position open for environmental sciences, and I'm a geologist by trade, so it was a perfect fit. So I came in, started with, it's a new school with a new program, so I kind of kicked it off. There you go. Yeah. That's how it works. Yeah. And you've been there since, like, it, you had been there since it opened, huh? Twelve years. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. Crazy. yeah. Um, what did you enjoy about teaching high school kids about environmental science? The students getting the aha moments of understanding what I was trying to convey I didn't dummy anything down. I told them exactly what was going on in the real world and taught them at a college level, even their freshman year. And uh, they absorbed it all, did well, took it all in. And I saw that uh, this could be a good avenue for me to teach kids about the environment. So yeah. it went pretty well. Yeah. Very nice. Uh, why do you think um, awareness and knowledge about environmental science is important? Because I think that the environment is overshadowed. People think that it's too big of an issue for anybody to handle, so we don't do anything about it. And the more stewards we have out there that can help teach people and educate people the importance of the environment is hugely important, especially uh, during times like today where you have climate warming uh, dramatically increasing. 
um, you have all these other situations, especially in our country, where we, we throw away more products than any other society in the world by percentage of population. Just for one example, our landfills are filled with stuff, but companies don't feel that you should fix things anymore. You should just replace them. So the iPhone's a perfect example. They make it very difficult to fix, but they make it easy to purchase with their great uh, warranties and, and uh, plans that they have for the next newest iPhone. So instead of fixing, we just replace. And as we do that, the landfills get higher. And that's just one small example of things I could talk about with that. Yeah, very true. I, I, yeah, I don't think we've talked about that yet, about the idea of, yeah, now more or less our projects are being um, less, the quality of it is lessened, but the quantity of it has magnified. <laughs> we, we make things at a lesser quantity because we want to get them out faster. Instead of making things that last longer like we did 50 years ago, yeah. we kind of just try and, create, 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 and it's working because you see the lines at the Apple stores yeah, for right. the new iPhones are crazy. <laughs> yep. Very true. Um, would you consider yourself an environmental activist? Activist, I, I consider myself as a steward where I like to teach by doing. I don't know if I specifically have not gone out there on protests and things like that, but I do understand what's going on and I try to convey my message to as many people as I can. So I guess I in sense yeah, I am an activist. Yeah. Go. Without even trying to be one. Yeah. So yeah. yeah. I was um on our previous episode we were talking to um Matt Johns, um Delaney's dad. Um and he was talking about the same thing. I think it's more or less um he was talking about it's more or less a newer thing now to like go out and protest and like actually like with posters or whatever and go out and do stuff. Well, you guys who actually have a, like a full-on career about environmental science are already doing it like through your job and through like years of your life. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Um, yeah. It just, it's just something you know you should be doing. Yeah. But um, uh, so it, I don't think I have to go chain myself to a tree yeah. to get my point across. <laughs> yeah, right. But I feel that if I convey, because I think if you do things like that extremes, it just makes people upset the other on the other That's side. True, yeah. So I think just educating and having a good discussion and letting people vent against whatever environmental things are being talked about, like global warming, let them have their side and explain why they could be a little bit off on their thinking maybe. And try and give some facts and scientific evidence to it. Yeah, yeah, I remember uh, in your class you'd start off the year being like, I'm not trying to persuade anybody into no. thinking this way or that way. Just like, I mean, I'm just teaching the class, very much educating and telling us what's going on. But like everybody has the right to their own opinions and stuff. Yeah, and I think in four years' time, a lot of those students would realize maybe that, hey, there is something to this. Yeah. Without trying to force it down anybody's throats because I think you just get people upset yeah. and against it more. You just try and talk about it. Just both sides of the issue. Yeah, both just, sides just of the just issue. Be aware of it. Yeah. 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 Nobody likes having anything pushed down their throat. Exactly. So, yeah. yeah. Alrighty. In your opinion, what is the most pressing environmental issue that needs to be resolved in the future? Climate change, for sure. We need to reduce carbon emissions, and uh, we're behind very much on that. Um, I, I think you could tell right now that the, the the world is getting hotter. We're breaking records every year. We're going to break some more this year, I believe, and. Um, until we get that settled down, we're going to see extreme weather, as you've been, 
I think people have been seeing commenting on it. I'm surprised nobody follows up with those comments of, hey, uh, this could be environmental related. They just say, wow, it's another tornado or a massive hurricane or a typhoon or uh, crazy weather patterns going on in places where typically there aren't crazy weather, weather patterns uh, taking. And uh, nobody, nobody follows up with that thinking that this could be an environmental issue because of of what's happening out there. Very true, yeah. Yeah, I feel like everybody's like, oh my gosh, this is happening, not like looking deeper into it, yeah. Yeah, I think we need to, and that's where the education comes into play, where we really need to discuss that further and have that conversation with people. There you go, yeah, yeah. definitely. Um, yeah, I think Matt Johns was talking about, he works at Envy Energy, he was talking about how they're trying to definitely limit the amount of carbon stuff they're using in China. Think he want, I think he said like 2050 or something that they're trying to um, uh, stop, like go to completely renewable energy, yeah. go to completely like um, uh, solar powered and stuff, which I think is awesome. I mean, that's definitely uh, a step in the right direction of just trying to be more renewable. Yeah. But yeah, I. Absolutely. That's where we need to head. We definitely. need to head in that direction. With emissions in for cars, we're supposed to be all electric by 2035. There you go. So we're trying to get to that point. I don't know if they're going to make it, but they're going to, it's a good step. But my issue with that is we got to make sure we know what to do with those batteries. Yeah, so that's true. That's the next thing yeah. environmental scientists need to start thinking about. Yeah, the lithium and the batteries. Yeah, I yeah. know. I think one of my um, friends in my environmental class was talking about that. And that in Vegas, too, there's they're trying to do like mining projects and stuff outside of Vegas, but it's on um, native land. So they don't, obviously you don't want to like intrude on onto no. their land to mine the lithium that needs to be used for the batteries. So it's definitely like, um, I mean, there's no real, really like right or like totally right or wrong. Like there's no a hundred percent. No, it's yeah. a step in the right direction. In the right That's direction, where we need to yeah. go. Yeah. We, we need, we're doing, we're doing good. We're thinking we're doing good <laughs> things. So we just need to keep, figuring things out. Yeah, exactly. And that's why environmental science is going to be such a big career move for a lot of people in the near future yeah. for a long time. Yeah, it's definitely, I've realized there's definitely a lot of problem solving happening around environmental Lots science. of critical lots, thinking and problem yeah, solving. Yeah, lots of um, looking at the situation and try to find all the different solutions and talk to people and figure out like what's the best course of action. Absolutely. Like. Yeah. Absolutely. And I feel like your class did a very good job of that. We tried. Yeah. We tried to get it from all angles. Yeah, of all angles is try to like come up with new ideas, think outside the box, trying to figure out what's what's the best way to go. Could be a good capstone project out there for somebody. <laughs> yeah, right, yeah. exactly. Yeah, we'll see. Um, I have a question. What can young people start getting, how can young people start getting involved in a career like yours? I would, as they finish high school, or even in high school, you can, you can volunteer. You can volunteer at uh, Springs Preserve, NV yeah. Energy maybe. Yeah, the water, uh, water districts, things like that, um, and just start getting meeting, meeting people, going to conferences, going to events that have this kind of stuff. And once you start meeting people and doing these things, you start getting, uh, you really start falling in line of uh, when these things are taking place. You get to know more people. You get to understand the issues more. And then by the time you're done with high school, you get into college, then you can get an internship. And as you do an internship with a company, you can find out what you really want to do. And it will help you with your college career of which path you want to take. If you want to go to uh, more the economic route of environmental, environmental law, 
uh, there's so many different avenues yeah, with right. this. There's you can go so many different ways with environmental science. Um, it's a very broad curriculum. That's what I would recommend doing. Those For little next, stepping yeah. stones. What did what did you do when you first started out? Like, how did you? When I, uh, it, it's funny. When I came from New York to here, I actually was done with my bachelor's degree, but I didn't know anything when I was younger about going to conferences, and I, nobody ever told me to do anything like that. So I just hit on a uh, one at the Luxor Casino or something. There was a big event going on with the environment, geology, and engineering. So I went to the conference and I met a couple people there. And one of them uh, told me I should call him about an entry-level position in engineering in geology, geotechnical engineering, and I took it. So uh, he called me and we got the job set up. And next thing you know, I've... I got like four or five now calls once my name got out there to come work for them. Oh, awesome. Yeah, but I stayed with the one. Um, and then that's that just opened doors. Yeah, definitely. Meeting people, especially today, I can't tell you how much people, employers are looking for students that aren't staring at their phones all day and they can actually communicate with people, talk to them, um, and be able to present uh, and be social. Uh, it's huge right now because a lot of people just aren't doing that. The students you yeah, can tell are true. not, they're, they're not being communicative enough in terms of being able to have a conversation about something mm -hmm. without getting distracted. Yeah, I feel like COVID definitely had a, um, a toll, took a toll on a lot of, on a lot of us. Like, I think looking so Looking at the screen and kind of. Yeah, I think that was it too. But I saw a little bit before that even too. That, yeah. Even before then it was going on and it was, um, it's just the, it's the world you guys grew up in. So yeah, it's not it's not technology. anybody's fault or anything. It's just the way technology is. So make sure that you can, you're able to carry a good conversation, hold there yourself you well and and you know and talk. Yeah. Yeah. Very much so. Yeah, yeah, communicate. So what did you get your bachelor's degree in? Geology. Geology and then you moved to Vegas and I moved to Vegas. I went to graduate school while I was a bellman here. <laughs> so I was going to UNLV for geology. And then after that, I got a couple more master's degrees and other things, so business and so, yeah. Looking good, Yeah. well-rounded. Well hey, that's yeah. what you gotta do, right? <laughs> right, yeah. exactly. Yeah. And then you decided to teach. I thought that was fantastic. It was, yeah, it was, I never thought I would enjoy it as much <laughs> as I did, but it was great, yeah. It's, yeah, it was a good time. I know a lot of people um, have been impacted by you and your teaching. And Oh, it's nice to hear. Yeah. And very, very, sad when you decided to head out it's sad for me too yeah it's it's more sad to miss the students and my friends at the school than the administrative stuff they made you do that yeah, took true. time away from teaching and uh spending time with the students but that's the part i miss the most so yeah definitely yeah um do you have any recommendations on how young people can protect our earth yes get out there uh don't don't push your point to the point where it gets other people upset. Educate is the way to do it. If you educate your small group or your friends, hopefully that small group of friends will educate other okay. friends. Yeah. And you gotta remember, the younger generation right now is growing up in an area where we're trying to protect the environment more. So older folks may not understand a lot of that. Uh, so you gotta get that point across to, if you get across to the older family members, explain what's going on. Not that they don't understand what's going on, but there's, they, they've been set in their ways for a long time. Yeah, that's true. And, and so you wanna be able to 
hey, you know, do you ever think of this? Or, yeah. you know, just have a little, a little conversation with them mm -hmm. over a cup of coffee or an iced tea. Yeah, right? Yeah. Just put your glass bottle in this container and recycle yeah. it. And tell them why it's important. Yeah. Just don't go, ah, oh, come on with that. Yeah. Like a lot of people do that. You know, they, they have a tendency like, what can we possibly do? Mm -hmm. Yeah, you and know? then just kind of give up. Yeah, yes. it's kind of like whatever. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Every little bit counts. So we just Every kinda... little bit counts. Every little uh, side trip you take to a beach and clean up a part of a beach area is a good thing. Yeah. People see you doing that. Not by talking, sometimes by doing. Yeah, there is the way to do it. If you're on a trail going for a hike, there's wrappers. Just pick it up. Yeah. Some When you don't think people are looking or noticing, they are. Yeah, most know? of the time they are, yeah. Yeah, definitely. so just those, those little things go a long way. Yeah, and yeah. especially like, in any community. I know... Um, Going to West, like we have a pretty open campus. Like it's outside mostly, mm -hmm. and there's a lot of like a lot of trash just kind of blows in and moves yeah. around and stuff. But yeah, just like making your community look nicer, just like picking stuff up around your school or like when you're walking home or whatever. Like, I mean, you don't want you don't want to be the one person who has like trash in your front yard and you know all this other stuff. And yeah, just, just to look nice and also for the environment. You don't want like little birds or whatever like getting into like trash doesn't take much yeah definitely. one thing i always wanted at our school but we never did it for a project was to have a little three uh garbage receptacle area we had garbage bottles plastic separate yeah. them all and have a little education part of it a poster above it or something yeah, explain it because yeah. people don't know they don't understand it they're like uh what does this go to yeah i do see a lot though in our schools that like there's a recycle bin where it has like the recycle symbol and there's a trash can and a lot of the trash goes in the recycle and you're like, go on guys, that's, that's yeah. not the purpose of the trash can. And it's and great, my students bin. would always go, okay, I gotta clean this yeah. all out. They would always do it, I didn't have to do it, they did it. Yeah, so. yeah, I know now they're doing, they're trying to um, recycle a lot of paper. So there's like, pretty much it's like a cardboard box in like all the teachers' rooms. Great. And if you just take out like a staple and just throw all your paper in there, because I mean, we obviously aren't using as much paper as we did back in the day, back in the day, uh, like three or four years ago since COVID, since a lot of stuff is on the computer and stuff nowadays. Yep. But I mean, they still use like a decent amount of paper going to school and like all your tests and whatever, just recycling it. And as they see you, uh, following on that, as they see you doing it in our school in a little area, yeah. right? How many students are you impacting right. by doing it there? And then those students can take it to wherever they live Mm -hmm. and change it there and that's how you do it yeah definitely and yeah just taking it to like their homes or to maybe their parents or places yes. and stuff like that and that's how that's how you you build and it. just like education and awareness that's the whole idea of just trying to show everybody yeah. kind of what's up yeah. and nobody's getting upset you no, know, nobody's yeah. Getting, nobody's getting worked up. Because it's your own, you can do your own thing. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, we're not, like, telling you you have to do it right now. You know what I mean? Yeah, because for some reason, sometimes it, when anything environmental is a hot-button issue. I think, yeah, and, definitely nowadays. Yeah, so, but you know what's great about this generation? And now, let's go to the positive parts about <laughs> the phones and technology. You guys know it a lot better than we do, people my age. You can get the messages out by putting those kind of... Uh, messages on Instagram or um, TikTok, whatever. Yeah, you know, whatever or you doing like a podcast and stuff like that. A or podcast YouTube. just yeah. like this. Like, hopefully we get some viewers to see this and they'll say, hmm, that makes sense, you know. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So that's another way. Yeah, checking out. Yeah, definitely. I feel like it's definitely more accessible to get the, uh, the education and awareness and stuff and bring it out to people. we got to get those views. Yes, we definitely do. Yes. We'll have to... Have to um, share it out. Get, get those likes. <laughs> so if you're watching this, you got to press the like button. 
<laughs> on your whatever you're using there. But you know what I always wanted to do at West Tech and I never got, I'm not a celebrity type guy or anything. I don't really follow them. But I tried to contact a few celebrities to come to the classroom oh, yeah? because I thought that uh, having somebody like that come to our room who's I know is an advocate of the environment, um, if they came and talked to uh, our 1,300 students at our school, that'd be a big deal. You yeah, know? definitely. And uh, so that that is another capstone project I always wanted. Somebody to get a hold of somebody that is really, and make them actually get to the school and talk about it. That's a good know? move, yeah. Yeah, there's one actress, I forget what, she was on the show Sex in the City. She's a huge... Uh, she she goes out to Africa and protects elephants from being poached. Oh, wow. That's so cool. And I tried to get her to come on. I can't remember these celebrities' names, but uh, I tried to. I asked her, but I never got a response. Of course, I didn't expect <laughs> yeah. it. But I thought maybe if I can hit and try and get that to work, that's the kind of thing I was looking for. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, def just try to get somebody else's input on it. Yeah. On the environment. Yeah, definitely. Maybe you can get Leonardo DiCaprio over here or Al <laughs> Gore. There you go. <laughs> come and talk to her. That would be awesome. <laughs> Alrighty, I think that's about it that we had today. We went through all our questions. Um, so yeah, I think that wraps it up. Thank you, Mr. Gromley, for You're welcome. being interviewed by me and hanging out. Um, so yeah, thank you guys for tuning in to our, our episode. Look um, for more episodes to come. Have a wonderful day, and we'll see you later. First five people that press the like will get a <laughs> message from me saying hello. <laughs> <laughs> They always had me hit the oh, like button. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>